really, he was really muscular like him too. But we have the one and only Mark Vinson coming up to uh, teach us today. Yeah, Mark. First time on the JHM stage speaking. Guys, give Mark a huge round of applause as he's coming yeah, up. Yeah, guys. Hello, hello. Thank you so much, guys. Thank. Give it up for Adam. Oh, uh, give it up for Brandon and Jess. Brandon and Jess. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. There are a lot of y'all here. How are you guys doing this morning? This morning, it's 9 a.m. Yeah. Tired. I feel you with that. So, hi guys. How are you guys doing today? Um, if you guys don't know, my name is Mark. I'm one of the interns here for JHM. Um, <laughs> so today I'll, I'll be speaking. Obviously, I'm up on the stage to tell jokes, do stuff, whatever. So here's what I want to do. Before I want to get into teaching, I want to show you guys a little bit about who I am. I want to show you guys something that I've never shown anyone before. You guys want to see that? You guys want to see something that I've never shown anyone before? I do not have a tattoo. Let's not talk about that. So I'm going to show you something that not even my girlfriend has seen. So this is really big. So a couple, a couple days ago, I posted a picture on Instagram of my girlfriend in seventh grade. And Kristen uh, said, we want to see seventh grade Mark. So I go on, I had to go on, on MySpace. I don't know if you guys know what MySpace is. I had to go on MySpace and pull my old middle school pictures up. Couldn't find it. But I did find these pictures. Can we put them up, please? Yeah, so there is sixth grade Mark. And 8th grade Mark. I don't know where 7th grade Mark went. That's like an abyss. I don't know. 7th grade is what I'm talking about. You're just, I don't But so 6th grade Mark right there. I'm dressed up as Joseph. And then 8th grade Mark, I'm with my friends. Um, it's my best friend Mike on the left. And then my little brother Christian. Yep, those are my only two friends in 8th grade. It's okay. Um, also, another fun fact about myself is I have an awesome girlfriend. Her name is Erin. And we love taking... Selfies together. Selfies is the def definition of our relationship. We do not smile in our, in our relationship. We don't smile in our pictures. Another thing about me is anyone like movies? Raise your hand if you like movies. Yeah, movies, big thing. I love, I love crazy. What, the best things I love about movies are like the great heroes we see. And so one of my favorite movies is, drum roll, bam. Who knows who that is? Star Wars, right, 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 right. Now, who can tell me who that is? Shout his name out. Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. Oh, my gosh. I can tell you, when I saw Star Wars for the first time, the first thing I thought of is, how can I be that guy? How can I be Luke Skywalker? I'd ask my dad, Dad, what do I, let me get the robe. I want an X-Wing. I want it now. I want a lightsaber. I want to be like that guy. So... I think that is something that I like to do a lot. When I see and hear a great story of somebody, I look at that and be like, how can I be like him? Do I need to get things? Do I need to be, do I need to train? Do I need to learn th some things? What can I do to be just like him? But the story of Luke Skywalker reminds me a lot about what we've been talking about these couple weeks. The series is called The Making of a King. What king are we talking about? Yes, and King David. Luke Skywalker reminds me a lot of King David. Why? Because King David was this nobody. He, nobody knew him. And all of a sudden, we see 40 years later, he's a king. And I think to myself, how can I be like that? How can I have a great story like David? What do I need to do? 
So let's recap. What, what, what did David do? Who is David? So let's, let's turn to the next slide. What, who is David? King David is the iconic king of the Bible. I know you guys are looking at that word iconic. That's a big word. What does that mean? Does it mean one of those things that I press on my iPhone? No. Iconic king means when you think of like anybody who's a king besides Jesus, you think King David. King David. You know Psalms? Guess who wrote Psalms? David did. King David went from shepherd boy, he, he, he was the youngest of his seven brothers, he was, he was tending sheep, taking care of sheep, and then the prophet Samuel came in and said, you're going to be king. He went from youngest of seven brothers to a giant killer. This guy went from rags to riches. Have you guys heard that, heard that term before, rags to riches? He went from nothing to something great. And so I thought to myself, is how can I be like that? How can, how, how can I have a great story like David? And I started to think to myself, well, maybe I need to do things. Well, may, maybe, maybe I need to be smart. Maybe I need to be perfect. Now, what if I told you that you could have a story just like David? I know you're thinking in your mind, what, Mar what do you mean? No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not perfect like David was. I'm not some strong man. I didn't kill a giant. I'm, I'm, I'm just in junior high. I'm in sixth grade. I'm in seventh grade. I'm in eighth grade. I, 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 what do you mean, Mark? Well, here's the thing. That God doesn't want anything from you, but for you to just be you. Pull up the next slide. Well, today we're going to be in Acts, chapter 13, verses 22 through 23. And so here we go, as we read this. After removing Saul, he made David their king. God testified concerning, concerning him saying, I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will do everything I want him to do. From this man's descendants, God has brought to Israel the Savior Jesus, as he promised. So I know you're, you know, you're probably thinking, Mark, that doesn't, I don't understand. Like, what do you mean? That doesn't, that you told me I could have a story like David. What do you mean? This is not helping me. Now I want you to focus on the key words. That David was a man. It says there in the, fir the first verse that he made David their king. He also says that I have found David, son of Jesse. He says, a man after my own heart. And verse 23, from this man's descendants. What's really crazy is sometimes when we hear great stories in the Bible, when we think of King David, we think that we need to be something that we need to be great, that we need to be perfect, that we need to be smart. But that's not what God, God has planned for you. Let's look at the next slide. God wants you to be you. God doesn't want you to be anything else but you. See, while we're thinking about these I can'ts and we, and we think, no, Mark, I have to be, no, I, 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 I need to learn this, I, I need to be perfect, I need to be strong. Let's look at David. Some people think, no, no, David was a strong man. He was perfect. He, he, he killed a giant. He fought bears when he was a shepherd boy. He's different. I can't be like him. But David was the youngest of seven brothers. Anybody have, like, a bunch of older brothers? Anybody the youngest in their family? Yeah, you know, like, I, I am the oldest in my family, and my little brother, he's 6'4". He's super tall. Yeah, he's, he plays basketball super big. Sometimes we think we need to be something. Like, we need to be strong. But David wasn't that. He was the youngest of seven brothers. 
he, he wasn't the fastest brother. He wasn't the strongest. He wasn't the tallest. He wasn't the smartest. He was the least likely person to be king. And then I started thinking, no, well, maybe, well, well, well Mark, maybe do we have to be perfect? That's what it is. God, David was perfect. David was perfect. That's why he did amazing things, because he was perfect. Wow. Um, when I read, went, went through and I, and I read David's story, I was like, holy crap. David is not perfect. <laughs> I'll do push-ups later. <laughs> when we think of David, we think that he is a perfect guy. He is perfect. But he messed up big time. He messed up when he was king, when he had to be the, the leader for everyone. What did he do? What did he do? He stole a man's wife. Does anyone have, does anyone, can anyone think of something that they, that they love the most, that they wouldn't want anyone else to take? You know, maybe it's an Xbox. Maybe, maybe it's an iPhone. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe that's something you wouldn't want any. Imagine if somebody took that from you. Imagine if someone stole your Xbox. Imagine if someone stole your best friend. Crazy. That's what David did. David took something that meant the most to somebody. And he, 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 did, he, he messed up even way more. He killed a guy. David. The, the, the most perfect guy, the guy that, 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 that we think is the iconic king of the Bible, killed somebody. And then he lied about it. And, and I don't know about you guys, but when I, when I saw that, I was like, hold on, this is the guy that I want to be? This is the guy that I want to be? But God shows us here that we don't have to be anything else but ourselves. David messed up big time, but God still uses him. But God still used him. So with you, I know you're thinking that you, no, I have to be this, I have to be that, I have to learn this, I have to be perfect. But no. God wants you to be you. So then that got me thinking. You know, if, if we just, if I just have to be me, then what? If I just have to, if God just wants me to be me, then what? David was just David, but like that doesn't, how can I have a story if I'm just being myself? Like that doesn't make sense. How can I do great things? Let's, l l let's look at the second part of the verse. Can you, can you put that up? What was David's secret? What, what did he do differently? Why did God choose him if he was just being himself? And it says here in verse 22 that I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will do everything that I want him to do. The reason why David did great things is because he wanted to do what God wanted to do. He was after God's own heart. What that means is, is in that culture, if, if, if you wanted to do anything that anyone else said, that you, want, you wanted, he, you were going to be after their heart. You wanted what they wanted. And David did what God wanted. He was willing to do everything that God wanted him to do. So that brings me to the next point. Say yes, and God does the rest. Say yes. See, through everything that David did when he was a shepherd boy, when he was asked to kill Goliath, when he was asked to follow Saul, when he was asked to be a king, David said yes. He said yes. When, when God said, David, would, would you take care of my sheep? What did David say? Yes. When God said, David, I want you to kill Goliath, what did David say? Yes. 
When, when, when God said, I want you to honor Saul. I know he's trying to kill you. I want you to honor Saul. Will you do that? David said, yes. And he said, I want, God said, I want you to admit to everyone that you messed up. Admit to everyone that you killed a guy. Admit to everyone that you lied about it. What did David say? Yes. God wants you to, to just say yes. God wants you to say yes. Because David didn't have the strength to kill Goliath, but, but, but he said yes, and what did God do? God helped him. D David was the least likely person to be king. But when Samuel said, you are, you're, you're going to be the next king, David said yes. God wants you to say yes. God wants you to say yes. You know, sometimes our yeses can be conditional. Um, I, I know for me, I, I, when I say yes to God, I, I, I think about it, how, like how I'm going to say yes. I say yes, but okay, yes, God, I, uh, I'll, I'll invite him to come to Sunday, and I'll, I'll invite him to come to marriage with me, but only if, only if um, there's a big group of people and, you know, I'll, I'll look cool if they do it. Sometimes that's how we say yes. We say yes conditional. Or sometimes we say yes and we pick and choose what we want to do. Yes, God, I know you want me to forgive that person, but I'll only forgive, forgive that person if they come to me first. Yes, God, I know that, that, that he, my friends have been hanging out with him, and, and I, know he wants to, I know he's sitting by himself, but I'll only go talk to him if, if only if, um, if he talks to me first. And sometimes we say yes when it's safe, where we don't get hurt. Yes, God, I'll, 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 I'll try to step into a life group, but only if all my friends join me. Only if all my friends join me. Let's pull up the next slide. So my question now is, where is God asking you to say yes? Where is God asking you to say yes? See, when I first came to Mariners, um, I was having a good time. I, I, I go to UCI, and, and, and I was doing a whole bunch of stuff. And my friend Juan, I know some of you may know Juan. He's, he's one of the life group leaders. Yeah, he's a great guy. He kept saying, Mark, come, come to Mariners with me. Come to one Sunday night. And I say, no, no, no. And then I finally said yes. And so I started coming to Mariners. And then, and then one day Juan came up to me, hey, do you want to be in a life group? Let's get in a life group. Let's get in a life group. Come on, I really want you to do that. And I said, oh, I don't know, but only if. Uh, and then I finally said yes. And then from then on, it was, it was oh, oh, Mark, you want to get baptized? Let's get baptized. Let's get you baptized. You're in a life group. You know, you, you've been walking with God. Let's get you baptized. And I kept saying, no, 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 God, I don't know if this is what you want me to do. Yes, only if everyone else does it. But then I said yes. And then one Sunday night, God's like, hey, volunteer for JHM. And I'm just like, no, for me? No, 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 I, I can't volunteer for JHM. I don't know if I'm qualified. I don't know. Me? All right, okay, fine, yes. And then God says, I want you to intern for JHM. <laughs> and I'm looking at God like, you sure? Me? I, okay. And he says, Mark, I want you to teach a weekend. And see, all we, all we have to do is say yes. If we say yes, God does the rest. See, David, when he said yes, he killed Goliath. See, when David said yes, he built an empire. When David said yes, he became king. When David said yes, one of the greatest things happened. Let's look at the next part of the verse. When David said yes, it says in verse 23, from this man's descendants, 
God has brought to Israel the Savior Jesus as he promised. When David stepped in to what God called him to do, what happened? Jesus came. From this man's descendants, from David, came Jesus. When we say yes, Jesus comes. Jesus comes. So what is God asking you to say yes to? What is the, what is the giant in your life that God is asking you to say yes to? You know, we, we heard that, that, that David, David killed Goliath. He became a king. God used him because he said yes. What communities is he asking you to build in your, in, in your church? What communities is he asking you to build at your schools, in your homes? Maybe, maybe it, it, it's, it's you wanted to get baptized that night, and you wanted to get baptized when you came from camp, but, but you were too afraid to. What is God asking you to say yes to? Will you guys pray with me? Father God, you are an amazing author. And you use stories to show us just how you want to use us. You show us that we don't have to be anything. We don't have to know anything. We don't have to be perfect. But as long as we obey, and as long as we say yes, you give us everything that we need. As long as we say yes, you, you use us for good works. God, thank you so much for how you love us and how you use us and everything that you do to write our story. And I pray this week, as, as we go back to our schools, as we go back to our families, that we listen to what you're say, having us to say yes to. That we listen to what you're calling us to do and we say yes. I pray this in your name, Lord. Amen. Hello, hello, is this working? Hey, McFly, hello. Do you guys know that reference, Back to the Future? Hey, McFly, think, McFly, think. All right, whatever. Hey, let's get Robbie up here. Robbie, come on up here. No, you can clap louder than that. That's really lame. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. All right. We have a video we made. I mean, what would you say? Yes, To we celebrate, do. I mean, to oh, honor. Yes, yes. To embarrass. <laughs> a little bit. To accentuate you. Why don't you guys check out the screen? You guys are going to like this. This guy, his name is Robbie Stretz. So good. This is, we're well, going to leave it dark, dark in here. Yeah. We're going to leave it pitch <laughs> black in here for, no, I'm just kidding. So Robbie, you know, 
Jess, I mean, Jess, where do we even begin with this guy? Oh gosh, um, let's have students begin yeah. with this guy. Yeah, right? you know what? You know what? We have we've said enough. We why have. don't we hear what they have to say? Yeah. You know what? Why don't we do this, guys? We're a storytelling junior high ministry. We love telling stories. Baptism night or camps, and even here in the weekends, we love telling stories. So, if you have a killer. Robbie's story that you're just like I gotta share this Robbie story. Maybe it's just uh, you know he was there for me and prayed for me and you know Jesus stuff. Maybe it's a uh, we had tons of fun and craziness together. You know whatever the story is, if you have a story, why don't you raise your hand? You can come up here and share your story. Boom. Adam, yes. Adam, come on up here. Yes, you're not yes, a student, yes. but you're gonna break the ice. Woo! All right, come on up here. Come on up here, Adam. Come on up here. Adam. All right, so this story, uh, how many guys went to Tuesday, Over the Top Tuesdays? Any guys? Okay, a few of you guys. So one Over the Top Tuesday, we played uh, Glow in the Dark Night, uh, which means everything in here was Glow in the Dark. Uh, and part of that was this asteroid game that we wrapped balls in this like Glow in the Dark tape, and we were throwing it. It was like Glow in the Dar Dark uh, dodgeball. It was awesome. And Robbie, uh, Robbie, I don't know if you guys have seen Robbie get intense with sports, but like, you see him in sports and football, and he's like another animal. He's like a bear. Uh, and he was getting pretty into dodgeball. So he took a dodgeball, was throwing him at kids. Kids started to you know, back up a little bit. It was no longer a little, little childish thing. And uh, Robbie threw a ball, and I think it hit Carly in the face, or one of the students. Who was it? Nicole. There it is. Rocked Nicole in the face with a glow-in-the-dark dodgeball. He felt terrible, but everybody laughed. Nicole thought it was a great night, I think. And uh, it was great. So very, very fun moment. Perfect, perfect story. Uh, Robbie's always doing that to people. She's great. All right. <laughs> always doing that to people. So who else has stories to affirm Robbie, share about Robbie? Emma, come on up. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what'd you call it, a little scamper? So last night um, after worship, I was kind of upset about how I was singing on stage. Um, and I was just in a kind of a bad mood, but Robbie made me feel way better just saying, you know, it was okay and like noticed and everything. So, yeah. Robbie is an encourager of people. That is who Thanks, Robbie Emma. is. Loves encouraging. Selkie, you got something to say? Yeah, woo, come on up here. Yeah, first time on stage. You guys know that, by the way? Did we talk about that in the happenings? I don't think we did. Very first time on stage leading worship. The sixth graders are just killing it in junior high this year. And um, so I was freaking out, and I was terrified, and Robbie just helped me get over my fears, and helped, and it was really helpful. Robbie Stretch is helpful. We love this guy. Thanks, you clap, that was good. That was good. Who yeah, else that's has good. That's good. All right, good. a story about Robbie? All right, who or else? Or a fun story, something to encourage him before we send him off? Oh, oh. Brandon's coming up water. here. Uh, Bye, water. All right, so nobody knows this, only me, because I haven't told anybody. But uh, when I first started uh, volunteering here over or almost a year ago, um, the first impression of Robbie, he had the beard going. I think he was wearing some flannel. And he just looked like a dirty lumberjack. And I was like, who is this guy? It's like, he doesn't really look like he belongs like at a church where we were kids. But after, after I got to know him, 
uh, he's just like a big teddy bear. He, he's so caring and he cares so much about the students. Just watching you interact with everybody and the heart that goes into your work, into the kids, into the, your friends, the staff, um, it's just an inspiration. Um, how old are you? 27. He's three years younger than me, but I look up to him, and that says a lot. So I love you, Robbie, and we're going to miss you. Thanks, Brandon. I'll miss Robbie. Awesome. I'll miss Robbie. You are like a teddy bear. Awesome. Full of stuffing. Oh. Cute. <laughs> Robbie. Hold you when I go to sleep at night. Oh. All right. Who else? Hey, 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 I have a teddy bear. I have a teddy bear at home. You guys making fun of me because I have a teddy bear at home? Who here is willing to admit they have a teddy bear or some kind of a thing in their room? Yeah, all of right. course. So no laughing at me, all right? No laughing at me, <laughs> punks. All right, this is about Robbie. Who's got another, a fur oh, here we go. Come on up here, young lady. Yes. Oh, this is going to be good. Sophia really is legit. Legit sixth grade girl. That's the best kind of story. Hearing that brings a lot of joy to my heart. That is Robbie Stretz. Welcoming, happy guy, smiles, hugs. He's a great guy. All right. Who else wants to a share? A few more, a few more. Something. Listen, this guy, you know, we love this guy. He's not like dying, but I mean, he's not gonna oh, be here. Wait. Right? Come on up here. Oh, perfect, yeah. Come, yeah. come on, come on, come on. Come up here too. Come on. Just come up here too. Right after, so Robbie works on the tech team, and before he was there, Ro uh, a guy named Ryan worked there, and he was like one of my favorite leaders. And so as soon as he left, I was like brokenhearted. I'm like, oh, who's gonna replace Ryan? He's the coolest. And then Robbie showed up, and I kind of got like what Brandon was saying. He did kind of look like a dirty lumberjack. But then I got to know him, and I'm like, wait, this guy's awesome. This is like one of the coolest guys ever. Like whenever I walk, like near the tech team table. He's always like, hey, hey, Rusty, hey, and giving me high fives. He's just an awesome guy. I'm gonna miss you. Oh, that is really cute. All right, Paige, first, second weekend on staff. Okay. Congratulations, Paige, good job. All right, Paige, share a story about Robbie. So uh, when I first met, met met Robbie, there it is. Um, like immediately in our first conversation, um, he just shared his testimony with me. And I thought that was so cool that he was so open and honest about that. And he's shared a lot of that um, with us here. And if you guys know, God has rocked his life in amazing ways. And I think it's so cool how you're so open to sharing that with people because it makes a huge impact on everyone's life who hears it. And it's just one of the ways that God uses you to change the lives around you. Um, and I know that when you go on to be an electrical engineer, electrician, um, you're just going to continue to shape people's lives and show them the power of God and what he can do to change people. Um, and I think that's awesome. And I know you're just going to keep doing amazing things for the kingdom. So. We love Robbie Stretz. All right, what time is it? I think we have two time. Two more minutes. Oh, we have three more minutes. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. Uh, this is what we're going to do. We are going to pray for Robbie because we pray for our family members. When they go, and this isn't a bad thing, Jess, you wouldn't say it's a bad thing. 
He's no, not no. He's it's not like he's going off to you know some crazy country somewhere. He's not. No. He's staying here. Yeah. A life group leader. Yep. We're gonna see him at camps and events. Exactly. He's gonna be around. Exactly. We love Robbie Stress. Still love students. And he's saying yes to Jesus and his next step. He's it's not, like it's not a bad thing he's at like all. He's taking a next step. Yeah. This guy's the real deal. You guys should learn from this guy. So we pray for our family members when they go. So how about this? We're going to pray for him. If you, like, want to come up here and, like, be here while we pray for him, you can come right on up here and stand up here with us as we pray for Robbie. Don't feel weird about that. You just come right up here because I want you to be up here, okay? And then we're going to pray. And this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. Where's Kristen? Where's Kristen Carter? Kristen, come on up here. You're going to pray. Kristen Carter, she's going to pray. She's going to pray a prayer to Jesus. See, that's why I'm not on the worship band. Do you guys hear that? All right. And this is what we do in junior high. If you cannot be up here, which you guys aren't up here, you guys, we do a thing in junior high. We extend a hand. And we extend a hand in junior high as a way of saying this. Very simple. I can't be up there next to you, but I am totally there with you. And that is why we extend a hand. So extend a hand toward Robbie as we pray for him together. Kristen is going to pray. Let's do this thing. All right. Uh, God, thank you so much for Robbie. Thank you so much for uh, just everything that you have gifted him in and with. And thank you for uh, just the fact that he was able to use his gifts here in JHM and uh, make our weekends what they are. God, I thank you so much for how he has a heart for students and how he's invested in them here. Uh, just even hearing these stories and knowing that you have worked because he was here. So God, I, um, I just pray a blessing over him and on him. Uh, Lord, we just ask for uh, your protection and we pr ask for your guidance in his life. We ask for um, just, uh, just great uh, blessing on him as he moves forward with the next steps that you want him to take, um, both personally and professionally. Lord, I thank you, God, that he has a heart and that he wants to be here and still invest, Lord. And so I just ask, God, that you would just continue to um, allow us to be able to benefit from the ministry um, that he uh, provides here, Lord. So I thank you so much for him. I thank you for everything that you've made him to be, everything that you've done with him here. I thank you just for the person that he is. I just ask God that you would um, continue to go with him, move forward with him. And we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, guys, two things as we wrap up. Serena's going to go over there and open that door in a second. Before we leave, two things. Number one, make sure you sign up for a life group. Right? Wait, three things. Well, well <laughs> yikes. That is so real. Robbie. That is real. Robbie, you didn't Robbie tell us. What do you do? What are you doing to your life? You need to get real. So number one is sign up for a life group. There's life groups. Sign up for them. Do it. Number two, is anyone doing the 21-day journal with us? Woo! All right. Yeah. Hey, if you've seen it on Instagram and you're like, I really want to get one of those journals, there are still some at the snack bar for free ketchup. But, like, don't, like, just start at day one. Like, just catch up and just be on in line with us. Mark, what day are we on right now? Day seven. Just start writing with day number seven today. Get them at the snack bar. They're free. And if you didn't get one and you want me to email you, like, a PDF of it, a copy of it, you just email me and I'll email it to you. So, ready? One, two, three. Open the door. Hit music. Everyone clock out the door. Have See you next week. week. See you later.